Hi, welcome to Real You. It's Mark again. Um, hope you had a great Thanksgiving holiday and um, everything's going well in your your world. Um, today I want to continue uh, uh, the thought on thinking outside the box. Um, I'm going to come from uh, Luke eighteen seventeen. It says, Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. Um, another translation says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter into it. That's the NIV. And um, one of my favorite translations is the NLT. Uh, I think it's the New Living Translation Testament. But it says, I assure you, anyone who does not have their kind of faith will never get into the kingdom of God. And I was reading last week um, some of the early fathers' concepts were the father was revealed, manifested to the world um, in the Old Testament, Old Dimension, Old Testament, Old Dispensation. The son was revealed in the New Testament but now we're living in the age of the Holy Spirit and this is the realm which they would say is the kingdom of God so the kingdom of God is now because Jesus said I must leave or I can't leave you know I must go so that the Holy Spirit can come so everything that he is and done through me he can now be in through all of us and so when you think about a little child, I was, I was thinking about thinking outside the box and how we've come to this place um, where we have grown so comfortable in our lives and um, we've become so conditioned by our condition and don't even know that we have been um, like... Um, we just cease to be wondered anymore. Um, God is not a wonder and an awe and a beauty and a and something beyond what I could ever imagine or think. And I think that's why um, most people love the the idea of revival and the movement is because something new and marvelous happens, and there's a great grace and and hunger. Which I love that. But I, I'm wondering why we can't live in it, and it, and it, and that revival isn't just an event or a season or a space, but it, it is a lifestyle that that fits in with the rest of our life, you know. Um, so I'm just thinking as a little child when we when we were children, and I, I remember every we 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 grew up in the age of no technology. And so we all had a vivid, very vivid and vibrant imagination. And, um, you know, we grow, as we grow up in life, um, I'm afraid technology and the process of life has manifested to a place that has taken away a lot of people's imagination, the ability to imagine um, little kids playing uh, just for an example, like when 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 little kid wants to be a doctor, 
he believes he can be a doctor. He totally believes it. He has all the faith in the world. Um, he doesn't have any realm of limitation to tell him, well, you're going to have to go through this amount of school, you're going to have to make these kind of grades, and you're going to have to come up with this kind of money, and you're going to be in school for this long. And, you know, the little kid doesn't realize the cost and the the the, the, the payment that's going to be paid. But yet, I'm just wondering, what if that person just stayed in the belief that I wanted to be a doctor and then let everything else sort itself out as opposed to counting, you know, looking at all the limitations and to go ahead and decide, well, I can't do that. I I, I run across this because I, th- I think we do this. Um, subtly, we've been taught that we can only do what we're qualified to do. We can only do what we have enough money to do. We can only accomplish what we think we can accomplish and we slowly do that um i'm sad to say and i i honestly think the the reason um for the credit card debacle in our country and people living on credit it not only because of the fleshly selfish want it now but they people who want to live beyond their means um i don't want to live uh in other words, if, if I know if I go to work and I make X amount of dollars and I know that's all I'm ever going to get, um, I I can't hardly fathom living like that because I'm always trying to create streams of income because of my creativity within me. I don't want to be bound to a number or a form or whatever. So I think a lot of people uh, subtly without knowing it, it's their divine part of them wanting to live beyond their means, wanting to live beyond the limitation of the realm that they're in. And uh, I'll give an example. Um, many of you know uh, we have sons, and they're trying to decide what they want to do with their life. And and you know we've all been there. And you know I'm I'm getting up there in years, and I'm still doing the same thing. <laughs> But here's their uh, process. Their process is um, trying to figure out what they want to do with their life from the wrong side of of the thought process. They're trying to figure out what can I do with my life and um, what's going to be the commitment or what, what, in other words... They already pre-qualified themselves to say, well, I can't be a doctor. Well, why not? Well, I'm not good at math. Well, well, why would you say that? Because I'm not. Well, maybe you just need more training. Maybe you can learn math. Maybe God will help you do math. You know, um, we've been suddenly taught we can't go for jobs and raises and, and promotions because we're not qualified and um, or we're not educated enough or we're not whatever. And I firmly believe that you have to have you have to go at it from the other side. You have to go at it from the other side of saying, I will, I believe that I'm created for the greater, greater things than this. And I will do my due diligence to do my part, but I believe God will bring me beyond what I can even imagine. But we, we have, we just slowly lose our imagination over time in our country because the technology does it for us. The movies do it for us. Um, the movies, the games, the entertainment, the everything is bombarding us without us using our own imagination, you know. That's why I love reading, because reading forces me to use my imagination. And 
our country's so far behind in reading and no no kid really wants to read anymore because they don't want to use their imagination and their their um you know i, I just i just think that a lot of issues in our country is just the just the lack of wonder um a lot of problems in the churches is just a lack of wonder who in their right mind would want to build a, ch- a church that's comfortable that you can already know what's going to happen and you put God in this neat little tightly fit box? Well, I tell you who, the ones who who have no needs, who have great jobs, uh, those are the people that they just want to add God into their life. But there's some of us who have abandoned ourselves, and we, we won't like, <laughs> we want God like, like someone held my head under water and when they pulled me up and I gasped for my next breath, I need God that bad. Or we live on such a fine line financially and emotionally and all that, you know, just us because I've abandoned and I've paid it all and I've given it all to him. I, um, you know, I hear, I hear, uh, pastors sometimes telling me, you know, how hard it is and rough and, and I say, yeah, but you've never missed a paycheck. I, I have nothing. I have no group to, you know so but I would rather be out here in the wonderment of God and trusting God and going through the struggles than to live in in, to be confined to a form and a boundary and to think I know everything of God but all it is is you just got a good job good credit I don't know if that makes sense and I'm not knocking it because I'm I always strive to I'm I'm about being the head and not the tail above only not beneath I want to lend and not borrow I'm 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 punished daily for decisions I've made, but I'm still pressing towards the mark. I'm still creating streams of income. I'm still being creative. I will not let my imagination die and give up this great thing that God has given us. Now, I want to say um, enlightenment or awakening or being born again is the awareness of being without any kind of limitation or consciousness. Okay, let me say that again. Enlightenment is an awareness of my being without any form of limitation or consciousness. When we receive Christ and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they come in our life, something wonderful happens in us. For the first time, we feel free, we feel released, and um, not only from our sins and failures, but possibilities become possible again within our mind. We're rebooted. We have no unconditional awareness. And on the contrary, conditional awareness is nothing more than limitation. So if I try to map out my life based upon my present ability or my present education status or my present um, wealth status or my present job condition or my present marital status, if I try to map out what what is what does God have for my life that's greater than where I'm at now? If I try to map that out and look through the filter of all of my limitations, I'll never get there. A matter of fact, I'll probably just quit and just give it up and say that it won't work. But if I map out my life from the inside out, if I start using my imagination and say, Who would I be if I could be anything? Where would I be if I could be anywhere? What would I be doing if I could do anything? And and that's the kind of imagination where you find a realm in God that takes you beyond where you're at. You got to get past the conditional awareness of everything, 
Absolutely, I know how much money I make. Absolutely, I know what's in my account or not in my account and who I owe and what I owe and what I'd like to do. Absolutely, I keep track and absolutely, I know that. But yet at the same time, I cannot be confined by that or I'll be defined by it. And and that's what religion does. Religion takes the things of God forces it into a conditional awareness or a limitation and saying it's God. I got news for you. You'll never fit fit God in any box, in any form, in any realm, in any knowledge, in any perception, in any revelation. He'll never be contained by any of it. So it's just, you just got to enjoy the process of learning and growing and becoming like him. I wanted to say today that, that, that no one can make you believe in you. And I hear the Lord telling me some time back, you know, you got to quit believing for things and just believe in you because you will bring the things. And seek ye first the kingdom means seek this life of this wonderment of the spirit. And all these things will be added because you have grown and it has to come to you. You always attract what you project and you always reproduce who you are. And so you will attract what you project, and you're projecting what's inside of you. And so no one can make you believe in you. You have to do it yourself. I can tell you, and prophetically I've told multitudes of people over the years who they are in God and the greatness that's within them and all that, but it's a it's entirely up to them to believe that and if they believe in that the word that was spoken will reactivate their spirit and they'll actually move towards becoming that it is your god-given right to believe it is your nature to believe and no one can do it for you and so we're talking about enlightenment being unconditional awareness um you know, I say this all the time. A lot of people are afraid of the unknown. A lot of people are, they don't like the uncertainty. They don't, but it's its in these realms. It's in the storms you walk on water. It's in, it's in your great need and in great stress and great pressures and in great realms like this, the darkness of the unknown, where you really find... Um, the greatness of God. For when I am weak, then am I strong. And let the weak say, I am strong. I am strong. I am blessed. I am. To to make my point, Israel was given angel food, which was called manna, which came directly out of heaven. It, it fell directly out of heaven every single day. <laughs> God supernaturally fed them every single day, twice on Saturday. But yet and still, the people did not want manna anymore because the word manna means what is it? But they wanted quail, and so God gave them quail knee deep. But the scripture says he gave them their requests, but with leanness of soul. So they were willing to eat flesh fleshly birds that they could see knee deep but have leanness of soul towards the spiritual things of God 
as opposed to eating manna, which they didn't understand where what it was or what it came where it came from, they were actually eating manna, heavenly food. Jesus, he said, I was the bread that came from heaven. They didn't want it. They didn't want it in the form of the unknownness. And we've got to not be afraid of the unknownness. We can't. We can't. We can't find our faith in everything that we know. Our faith is for what we hope for, what we don't know, what we trust will happen, what we believe beyond where I'm at. And I'm going to take you to this um, portion of Scripture in Matthew 16, and we won't read it all, um, but you should think about it. Jesus comes to the disciples and said, who do, you, who do men say that I am? And they all gave him some prophetic name, which means at the realm of, of the here, let me just let at the end of the prophetic movement now I don't know if we're there yet or not but at the end of the prophetic movement see because some said you're John the Baptist some say you're Elijah some say you're Jeremiah or one of the prophets so they all recognize it the whole world recognized Jesus as a prophetic movement we have thoroughly recognized the gift office of the prophetic movement People have used it. Um, it. It's just a gift that's manifested in it. But he said, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, blessed are you. Flesh and blood did not reveal it, but my father was in, which is in heaven. In other words, this is the next revelation. This is just now fresh out of heaven. This is manna from heaven everyone else is seeing the prophetic movement yet you're seeing the christ the son of the living god the christos the anointed the the spirit the kingdom of god is standing right in front of you you're seeing the kingdom of god all right so peter has this wonderful revelation so he he's understanding this realm he's finally in this realm but then later on as they walked Jesus started saying, okay, since you know that revelation, you know that realm, I'm going to tell you another one. And he, he said the the Son of Man must go into Jerusalem and die and be buried and on the third day rise again. And Peter took him, verse 22, Matthew 16, began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not be unto you. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan, for you are an offense to me. For you have savor us not the things which be of God, but those which be of men. Um, <laughs> so you can know this this Christos revelation, but not understand the process to get there. He, he revealed himself as Peter saw him as Christ, the Son of the Living God, the Christos, the Kingdom, but did not realize of the the crucifixion that must precede the resurrection, which is a whole other dimension in God that that he couldn't process at that time. But my point being today. Is he said, Get behind me, Satan, for you're an offense to me, for you always savors the things which be of man. In other words, you always bring conditional awareness or limitations. You always bring conditional awareness or limitation. But what about? But what about? But what about? In other words, he's saying the Son of Man must be crucified and buried the third day rose again. And Peter said, Far be it from you, because you're the Christ Son of the living God. But and he and then he said, "Be it far from me, because you are bringing." He said, "Satan, you bring nothing but conditional awareness, 
to my unconditional being. And you are an offense to me. He says, you are an offense to me. And that's really what backsliding is, isn't it? It's when people are embracing their conditional awareness of being. In other words, they, they go back and embrace what was comfortable to them because they don't like being in this uncomfortable place. It's an uncomfortable place to be in a new place. If you don't believe me, just try to bring your group, your 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 group, your business, just try to implement a new thing and see what happens. Because people don't like new things. They don't like the feeling of being out of control, of being but that's that conditional awareness. And and today my thought is um, we can't be defined by our conditional awareness, by our limitations that are around us. We can't be defined. We can't. One of the hardest things that I went back and read a a, a, a manual that I wrote way back in the day. I, I wrote a manual about the life of uh, being in a small church in a small town and dealing. And the, the first chapter that I wrote is called The Enemy Called Small. And this is a hard thing to break through. But it's because we have life is so slow and and expectations are so low and everything's always been and it has created a ceiling and a limit and a lid and a and there's no sense of wonder and there's even when God brings the wonder and pours out upon us we slowly bring it back to conformity because that's the work of the enemy beloved the work of the enemy is to try to define you by limitation. Because when, when Jesus said, I'm going to go die, and I'm going to be buried, I'm going to resurrect on the third day, rise again, Peter said, far be it from you. In other words, this, there's no way in Hades this will happen. I won't let it happen. I'm not going to let this happen. This is beyond my understanding. And Jesus told Peter to his face, Satan, I rebuke you. <laughs> You are an offense to me. You always savor the things which be of man. In other words, you always bring conditional awareness. You're always... That is his job, to bring conditional awareness, to always live within the confines and the boundaries of your lack of imagination, to to live in the flesh. To His only role is to, to bind us by our condition and to condition us through our condition so that we will be have conditional awareness and limitation of all times of all our limitation, yet we slowly forget our unconditional awareness, our spiritual side that is beyond comprehension, that is free, that is, is, has the ability to soar and to heal and bless and deliver and produce and create. And, but it comes through the channel of pressing beyond what is conditional. Are you willing to truly call those things which be not as though they are? If you can't, it's because you're not using your imagination. and You do not have the faith of a little child anymore, and you're no longer entering into the kingdom. I don't know where you're at, but you're stuck. You have to be able to call those things which be not as though they were, because that is the faith, beloved. <laughs> to be able to look at our con- present condition and say, it cannot define me. I refuse to let it define me. And I'm not going to let God be defined in my present day experience. I know I'm greater than where I am. I'm, I'm more powerful than what I'm in right now. I'm living. I know that the real me is beyond this realm. So I just say today, 
come as a little child try to recapture the idea of the imagination go back to your first love your first days when you first found in, were found to be awakened and enlightened what did you want to be then what did you want to accomplish what did you want to do what is it that you what is it that is in you that is dying to get out of you what is it that you want to accomplish what is that thing because that's the source of your unhappiness is the reality of not being able to fulfill what's in your life and nothing's going to fulfill it except what he's created you to be and do thanks for your time god bless um uh just i hope there's a blessing to you email me let me know it really means a lot to me especially now in this season of my life God bless. We'll talk to you soon.